He has his say, you can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Well, it's a good day for singing the song, and it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything go wrong? A good day from morning to night. Well, good morning, Grand Valley. It's a. It's a. I really can't say it. it's a good day because it's a for stunk day out there, Bob. It is just. It's just for stunked. I mean, it's it is wet. crappy outside. It is fully. The only good thing I can say is Adam Fike called it right on the nose yesterday. He said today was going to be uh, a washout, wet uh, all day long. Gugh, what a crappy, crappy morning. I know we're not supposed to say that. We're supposed to make you smile here in the morning. It's, it's go- a good day, but yuck. It's going to be awful hard for old Roger Mill to be walking in some sunshine today. I, I don't no know if he's going to be able to do it or not. <laughs> Ain't going to be no outdoor sunshine today, that's for sure. Maybe it will make the sunshine occur here, but yikes, Mooney, it is coming down. It was a not a uh, not a gully wash. It was just a steady, heavy downpour when I came in, uh, and it was just um, it's for strong. It's a for strong thing. 65, Wheeling, Ohio County. 65 everywhere, as a matter of fact. What do you have, Bob, temperature-wise? Let me take a look, Howard. It's 65. 65 everywhere. 65 at the airport, 65 at the Highlands, 65 in Elm Grove, 65 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Cloudy and rainy, thunderstorms likely throughout the day today. Daytime high, pick up maybe 10 degrees, call it 75, 77, something like that during the day today. Tomorrow, a little bit sunnier, but mixed with clouds as well. Tomorrow's high up to 81, cloudy, and a chance of scattered showers again on Saturday. Temperature is 85. If you are, in all seriousness, getting out and about here early morning, uh, 7, 10 in the morning, it's just, it's it's for stoked. It's just raining. <laughs> it's... And it, Every day, too, I notice it's getting darker and darker in the mornings, Bob, as we begin to, the, you know, the weather, the time is changing and we're getting closer and closer to the start of school and the start of the end of summer and all that kind of stuff. It's getting darker in the mornings. It, it certainly was dark this morning, Howard. Uh, yeah. Uh, what, almost middle of, uh, what's the day today? Today's the 10th, I think, August 10th. Well, you know, August is going pretty quick also, Howard. And we have, let's see, um, let's do my countdown. 11 days, 0 hours, 48 minutes, and 57 seconds until the return of school. There you go. Just about everywhere here in the upper Ohio Valley. 11 days. Yikes. <clears throat> Back to school will be here. But we will be here. Whether you're in school, out of school, sending kids to school, teachers going back to school, if you send, send everybody off and you're all alone at home after back to school time, we will be here to – well, actually, let me check something. Hold on Wait, a second. Check it out, Howard. Hold on. I get I – let, let me check. 10, 15, no, 21, nope, 67, nope, 6903, nope. Yep, we'll be here because I didn't hit the lottery last night. <laughs> Nobody hit the lottery. $170 million last night. I'm about lottery down, Howard. You know, geez, every day, somebody, big announcer guy, is telling you these gigantic numbers. Used to be what? You had it twice a week. 
Now, every friggin' day, you got your tickets? You got your tickets? No, I don't. Have, and, and quit telling me about, about the tickets. I've had about enough of this lottery fever. Well, it is interesting that you say that because I have some numbers here that you might find intriguing. What numbers, Howard? I just told you I don't want to hear about the numbers. Now, these aren't the prize numbers. As the prizes are getting bigger and bigger and bigger, you know, $1.5 at the Mega Millions a couple of days ago. $170 million right now. Powerball was hit, I think, last week. It got up there pretty close. But $170 million right now. As the prizes are getting bigger and bigger, lottery sales are going down. They're, they've got a name for it now. They're calling it lottery fatigue. Lottery fatigue. I got it. That's what I, I – thank you, Howard. I feel better now. I know ex exactly what I have now. I have lottery fatigue. More than 132 million tickets sold for the August 4th drawing. That was the one before this last, the one that did not hit. 132 million tickets. But a Mega Millions drawing in January had 173 million tickets. So the numbers are going down. Recent U.S. lottery jackpots have been breaking records. Both the Mega, Mega Millions and the Powerball jackpots both have hit at least a billion dollars more than once this year. But people are buying fewer and fewer lottery tickets. It's exactly what you just said. It's just lottery fatigue. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm kind of burnt out a little bit, Howard. Um, I think partly also because the Mega Millions, as we talked about yesterday, made the game harder not too long ago by adding more numbers. So your chances are going down. First place, you have no chance. <laughs> <laughs> zero. I mean, <laughs> there is a only a, this much better than zero chance that you win. Period. And once they added more numbers, it's it's even worse. Every time I hear that, I know you're right. <clears throat> and then I think Jack Whitaker. Jack yeah. Whitaker. If he'd have thought that, well, of course we know the tragedy that came with his winnings. Right. But uh, he won. He was a West Virginian that. And back then, wasn't it like didn't he settle for? I'm probably going to butcher this. Wasn't like eighty million, something like that. It was a ton, a ton of money, but not nearly what they're playing for these days. It was again because the jackpots were the big jackpots were not nearly as big as they are now, and and I, it may go back to your moral boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> I will accept no more than ten million dollars. Yes, uh, it, it, I think it may I, it, it may actually be that people are just so. What's the word I'm looking for? Not amazed by. Overwhelmed. Overwhelmed by the number. One and a half billion dollars. That's just so big, you can't grasp it. You talk about your moral boundary. Ten million dollars, or even less. There were five million dollar winners uh, last night in Powerball. Million dollars, everybody can figure out how we're going to play with a million, right? You get a million. You get five million dollars. Oh, i tell you what I'm going to do. I can do this and this and this. The number one and a half billion dollars, it's so big, it's just, it's mind-boggling. You can't get your head around it. So I think that's part of it, too. Realistically, I mean, you say, well, I, I'm per probably better off being a poor boy than having all that responsibility and, and all that money. And uh, when you talked about summer, Howard, usually around this time of year, I'm feeling the blues. You know, I'm feeling, you know, here, here we go again. The end of uh, summer blues. Just, you know, another summer is gone. This year, a little bit different for me. I am so fired up football-wise. Not only pro football, NFL. Not just because I can't wait to get back on Saturdays with Bear. But the high school football. I spent most of my day yesterday uh, in Moundsville. And already uh, – you can feel the excitement. You know, there's some communities, Shadyside, Bel Air, uh, Moundsville. You 
mention football. You get their you get their attention. Sure. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. get their attention. So football, even though it's hot, well, not so much today. And uh, we still have summer to go. Man, Howard, I'm feeling the football fever. Football fever, and we will have plenty of it for you here on the Watchdog. As we mentioned, every John Marshall game, every uh, Wheeling Central game, every WVU game. We've got the Browns coming on board again. Yeah, you had to ruin it, did you? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just uh, – and uh, we were sitting in one of our meetings yesterday running through all of the special programming that we have connected to it. Uh, we'll announce some local changes and things coming up here in the near future having to do with high school football and with uh, football in general. Touchdown City, the special uh, WVU show that we run, the coaches show. I mean, we're going to be – we're going to be uh, into the football season. That's that's we are. In, I mean, only a couple of weeks, eleven days till school starts. When's the first game? Well, it's coming up, and uh, Jerry's. Uh, I don't know if, if he hasn't sent me the schedule, but Jerry's also putting together some games for the OVAC, some really Correct. good matchups, and I think that's how we kick it off. Because remember, uh, Ohio they start one week uh, before uh, West Virginia, so we'll we'll have that and. I'm fired up, Howard. Our, our busy season. It's our busy season, but we are winding down summer as well. Here at 717 in the morning on the Watchdog Morning Show, City of Wheeling announced a couple of days ago that all of the city pools, not the park and not Wheeling Park or Ogilvy Park, but the city pools, the Garden Park and Warwood and all those kind of things. Well, Garden Park is Warwood, but all the city pools uh, will be changing their hours right now and will be shutting down pretty soon. Uh, Grandview Pool, uh, 36th Street in East Wheeling, South Wheeling, Garden Park Pool, they all be uh, Bridge will all be uh, changing operating hours beginning this weekend. Bridge Park Pool on Wheeling Island will be open on Saturdays and Sundays only, with the last day of operation being uh, Sunday, September 3rd. So you can get more information about that on uh, uh, the Wheeling uh, City of Wheeling's website. But the City of Wheeling pools are winding down for the summer season. Have you been swimming at all this year? You know what, Howard, I was going to tell you that. I, I told myself one of the things I was going to do, I was going to sneak away maybe even once a week up to Ogilvy and just yep. enjoy it. You know how many times I did that? Uh, none. Zero. Yeah. And how many weeks I got left? I just have a couple weeks. And I got a call from Jerry Ames. He wanted to let us know that it, it, next Friday, a week from tomorrow, will be our very first uh, broadcast. It is an OVAC game. It is Martin's Ferry and Shadyside. That's a big rivalry there, Howard. That's, that's a big rivalry. That's how yeah. we're going to kick things off here on the Watchdog Network. 30,000 Americans were asked, when was the last time they went to the swimming pool? A only 18% said within the past week. I would think that once upon a time, in the summertime, I would think 60, 70, 80 percent of everybody has hit the pool at some point. Yeah, I bet those numbers are way, way down also, Howard. And you know what? They, 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 especially Wheeling Park. I mean, it's nothing like when you, you and I were running around there. I mean, it's really, really nice. Uh, it, it's, it's a regular routine of Nancy and I as we take our, our regular daily drive to drive through Wheeling Park and always pass the pool. And while it always has a nice crowd, it is never packed. Never. Never, ever, ever packed. You never see it the way I remember as a kid with all of those wooden benches filled and all of the gr grass filled with people with blankets. Never, ever. And you're right. And, and I'm not complaining. I know everything has gone up. And the other big difference was, I believe when I used to get dropped off there about 8 or 8.30 in the morning to go, I think it cost like 50 cents to get in. Well, 60 yeah. cents, Howard? No. It's, it's not, like a $10 bill now. I, I, yeah, it's, it's multiple dollars. I don't know exactly what the numbers are. So, And that number I gave you, uh, about 35% have hit the swimming a, a swimming pool at all this summer. And, and But that's total pools. 
If you look at public pools, Wheeling Park, Ogilvy Park as an example, only 7% have hit up a public pool this summer. Now, partly I think what happens is that a lot of people, as the Monroe family, have their own backyard pools. You see more and more of that now. And it's just easier to go out in your backyard pool than it is to go, you know, go down to the park. And cheaper, as you point out. Um, but I think, I think about what a big deal summer swimming was when, when I was a kid. And even when my kids were kids. Not so much anymore. Only 30, one-third of Americans have gone to the pool at all this summer. That's amazing. And, and all day. Uh, you would be there all day long. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. All right, 720 in the morning, 20 after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. So what are we doing today? Well, in a minute or two, Bob, we got a couple of uh, texts and, more importantly, I got some Facebook messages about our homeless debate yesterday. So I'm going to share some of that with you all. And... Everybody says you're right and I'm wrong. <clears throat> uh, Wheeling Mayor Glenn Elliott coming in to weigh in on the talk about the life hub for the homeless in Wheeling. Hawaii is on fire. I mean, at fire. At least six people are dead. Storm Tracker 7 morning meteorologist Adam Fike will join us to talk about that as well as the full forecast for our Ohio Valley. Here's the forecast. Wet. Um, was the special session of the legislature in West Virginia a success? Mike Pushkin reached out last night and said he wanted to offer some thoughts. He'll be with us here later on today. And we did not do our regular Tuesday visit with Tom Scateri, our national correspondent. I think he was having his teeth worked on or something. Yeesh. Um, but he's in today. Another Trump indictment seems to be coming quickly. A Utah man who threatened the president was shot and killed when they tried to arrest him. And a new poll says a majority of Americans oppose any more aid to the Ukraine. So we'll get into all of that with Tom Scateri. You, my friend, are welcome to join us on the Frio Stack auction service text line or phone line. You can text me 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600, or you are welcome to use the Frio Stack auction service hotline 304 232 8255. It's 722 in the morning on the Watchdog Morning Show. Hey there, Dave Weekly here. Metro News Hotline presents what's trending in sports, music, movies, tech, television, and more from a Mountain State point of view. Renowned local and national guests pepper the daily lineup with authoritative insights and commentary on a wide variety of topics from West Virginia high school sports to the financial markets. Join the fun. Every day, Coop and I dip into irreverent discussions with calls, texts, tweets, the question of the day, and the always popular in or out. Metro News Hotline, weekdays from 3 to 6 on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Over the years, you've brought opioids into your home. They helped when you were in pain and you held on to them just in case. But holding on to opioids puts your family at risk. Learn more at www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. Turn that radio dial and walk in because the guys from the Pine Room Podcast come right here to the Watchdog with a new extended and revamped show. Adding six more hours into the week, join the guys from the Pine Room Podcast every Tuesdays and Thursdays from 12 noon to 3 o'clock to talk local, national, and global sports, news, pop culture, and everything in between. The Pine Room Podcast, right here on The Watchdog. 
Hello, it's John Kozik, founder and president of TurboTrack Realty, and I buy houses as is, fast for cash. Call me today for an all-cash offer on any of your properties, and we can close within days at 614-470-2000, 614-470-2000. Do you own a property that's outdated and needs thousands of dollars in repairs? Great, I'll buy it. Give us a call today for an all-cash offer at 614-470-2000, 614 614- for Would it be convenient for you if you could simply take what you wanted and leave the rest behind? Great, I'll buy it. I buy vacant properties, inherited homes, divorce situations, death in the family, apartment buildings, rental portfolios. I even buy my tenant won't pay me the rent houses. Call TurboTrack Realty today for an all-cash offer and speak with one of our friendly staff members at 614-470-2000. 614-470-2000. You want to hospital rising up to the challenges of today's health care demands wvu medicine wheeling hospital delivers the right care right here at home developing new and exclusive services recruiting top surgeons we embody the mountaineer spirit building upon strong traditions pioneering medical care moving forward with compassion wvu medicine wheeling hospital delivering the right care right place right time He has his say, you can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. I just don't think you'd understand. And if you tell my heart, my achy, breaky heart, he might blow up and kill this man. country music song a sad song how's that pacemaker of yours how's your achy breaky heart <laughs> my achy breaky heart is uh, it's pumping along 725 25 after the hour here on the watchdog morning show 65 degrees right across the board everywhere here in the ohio valley at the highlands at the airport uh, in elm grove and here at the robinson Auto Group studios downtown wheeling in the heart of the ohio valley in a word it's wet i would prefer to go full-fledged for stunt it is a stunk day outside without any question about it. It's going to be that way all day long today. Um, just take a, take a Brelly with you for this morning and uh, keep it in the car because it's going to be like this uh, all day long. It's just, just I, I, I want to make you happy, but, God, it's crappy. Oh, I made a little rhyme there. I want, to make you ha- I want to make you happy, but, boy, it's crappy. <laughs> That's for me, the old man, Pappy. No, no, stop it, stop it, stop it. Frio Stack Auction Service text line, uh, a couple of things here. Ask Bob how the Pirates are doing. My Cubs are making a run. Yeah, they certainly are. Uh, the uh, The Central, Nationally Central Division is a, is a three-team race now. Uh, you have Cincinnati, Milwaukee, and the Cubbies have, uh, have uh, moved on in. Uh, Pirates, uh, well, maybe next year. Uh, text from the Frio Stack Auction Service text line. Oh, my God. Right wing all the time. Why do you bash one side your entire program? The left wing is bad, too. Find the middle and talk common sense. That's why issue one went down. Well, setting the issue one side, that's not why it went down. Um, well, I, I talk a lot of liberal discussion here because, uh, well, uh, well, I'm a liberal. So that's kind of why I do that. And, and I know you really, really well. I've worked with you now for over 20 years. You have went 
closer to the middle of the road, Howard. Whether you want to admit it or not, you hey, have. You, you stop that right now. Stop <laughs> it right now. <laughs> you used to be a radical. Now you listen a little bit. You're still out there, but not as far. You know what I call myself, and I posted this on Facebook a couple of times. I was talking to um, I was talking to somebody about this the other day, too. I call my I'm a progressive. I really do believe we should have socialized medicine. I really do believe we need to be that might be communism, Howard. Be careful. Much farther well, you remember I was on I, I hosted Hoppy Show once upon a time and somebody called and said, You know, I think you're a communist. I said, Okay. And I, it, it stopped them in their tracks. What do you mean? Okay. I, yeah, okay. That's what I call it. Anyway, um I, I call myself a realistic progressive. If if I could write the world's laws, I would take us very far to the left. I also know that ain't going to happen. This country is slightly left of center. It is certainly a moderate country. So I'm a realistic progressive. If you want to say that means I've moved a little bit, I don't know. Uh, I, but I, I, I think that the first thing we have to do is try to... First of all, we all got to get along. We've got to find a way to, to compromise on some things. And you can only do that by being realistic. You can't run to the left or run to the right and have your own way. Uh, let's see, Frio Stack auction service uh, text line. Hold on a second here. Put the, oh, you you said this yesterday. Put the so-called life hub at the old county farm, which actually is what you said yesterday. Well, I used that as an example, saying, "Look, Ohio County has been helping the people down on their luck for a long, long time. They just took them and their families up to the county farm, and that's where they survived up there. They had shelter and they had something to eat. Now, I don't know if they could uh, to do that. I mean, maybe the county owns the property. Yeah, okay, but what would they do way out there in the sticks? But that's the problem, exactly. Uh, Bobby, I guess that's you, Bobby." Get your rants on this morning. Your rants were good yesterday. Okay. All righty. Well, you, you ran it a good bit. So did I. Um, here's what I think. There are two parties in this country. One is a party of bad ideas, and one is a party of no ideas. <laughs> that's an interesting way of looking at it. That's a, I, that's Now, the question is, which do you think is which? That's certainly true with the, the political party. Yeah. I really thought someone would just rock it out, Howard. Someone with great ideas. Someone with charisma. Man, Biden and Trump still have us weighted down. Where's that person at, Howard? Well, the last we had was Barack Obama. And we need someone like that. I know. Please, I don't want to get into Obama. was, But uh, we need someone. Look, let, let, I said this a thousand times. In, in terms of Democrats, at least. Look at the two successful Democratic presidents in really our lifetime since JFK. Clinton, Obama. Young, new ideas came out of nowhere. And look what we had in between. We've got Bushes and we've got, you know, and, and then we, we just keep, we, we keep trying to recycle things. Somewhere along the way, there needs to be new ideas and new people and younger people. Listen, I'm 70. And I think I'm still pretty vital, and I got a lot of years left on me, all right? And I don't think I'm slowing down intellectually too much, maybe a little bit. But I am willing to, I, the reality is, we got too many old people running government. I'm, I'm firm, firmly of that belief. Sure, Howie, let's have socialized medicine and wait two years for a knee replacement like my friend in Canada. You know, this whole thing about Canadian medicine and so on. I, Every single person I have ever talked to in Canada has loved their medicine situation. 
I understand there's always this person like this guy here who's my friend took two, what do you say, two years to get new knee replacement. Every single person we've talked to feels that uh, Canadian uh, socialized medicine works. Um, and Bob, we talked yesterday, you and I had some uh, pleasant disagreements about the issue of homelessness. And I posted something, about, actually I just posted our, our show online yesterday. And when I did, I got a couple of responses on Facebook. This is from our friend, um, Alan from Neffs. Yeah. Um, who listens to us every single day, even in Europe when he's away, he's, he's at the Alps, he was the super collider, still listen to the show online. Howard, you proudly do not walk. My daughter and I do. We have been harassed, grabbed, spat upon, chased, etc. by drug-addled street people around the world. We see the disaster San Francisco has brought upon itself trying to help street people. Wheeling is inviting that. The solution? It's elusive. I've followed so many failed efforts. Just look at the bridge fires closing them in Wheeling. Near my daughter, the fire where she is collapsed the I-85 bridge. I'm with Bob on this. That Al's a sharp guy. If they, pinch, if they pitch tents on your street, you would be outraged. All of which is, 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 is probably true, but somewhere we have to be compassionate. I want to talk to the mayor when he joins us later on today about that. What do we do? How do we continue to help the homeless? And yet, because those are two separate issues, which we kind of got into this yesterday, Bob. Helping the homeless is a little bit different than the panhandling. How do we help the homeless but also deal with that panhandling? We'll talk to the mayor about that. Uh, another uh, uh, post off of the homeless Facebook page, uh, page yesterday. Howard, the solution is going to be hard to find in today's America. No question about that. Where it is funded by grant money, the nonprofits have to dance to the music of the grants without regard to the needs. The needs are so diverse. If we have 100 cases, there may be 90 different reasons for homelessness. Not 100% sure what the point of that whole thing is. I would certainly agree one of the problems we have is we all we tend to look at homelessness as, as a single entity. You know, we, we look at the people sitting at the chair at Perkins like the lady who fell asleep <laughs> while she was panhandling this week. And we tend to call that's the homeless. But all homeless are not the same. There are some homeless that are dangerous and troublesome and are there for are hiding out from the law. There are some that have mental problems. Uh, as he says, uh, John says here, there might be 90 different reasons for 100, 100 different cases. Uh, but I don't get his point about grant money. There are only three ways something gets funded. Public money, tax dollars. Private money, a business simply puts money up. Or grant money. Well, in any one of those, there's going to be some kind of stipulation. So I'm not sure what his point about grant money is. But anyway... More people seem to agree with you yesterday than with me. That's all I can say. And I appreciate it. Yeah, heck with you people. 734-26 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, coming up in a minute or two uh, after Adam, I want to talk about unintended consequences in space. Plus slider on sports, and Adam Fike will join us to talk about the wet weather here and the fiery weather on Maui. All of that's coming up on the Watchdog Morning Show. But first, we head to the newsroom of WTRF TV7 and Taylor Long. Good Thursday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this August the 10th. The Mountain State is facing a massive lawsuit over conditions at its jails and prisons, and it could cost hundreds of millions of dollars to fix. The lawsuit was filed by a Beckley attorney, and it states that more than 10,000 inmates are being exposed to inhumane conditions because of staffing shortages and lack of maintenance at correctional facilities. 
The lawsuit says the state needs to spend $60 million in salary improvement and $270 million on repairing dilapidated jails and prisons. Just this week, the legislature approved $30 million to boost pay and fill vacant positions and set aside $100 million for maintenance. And it's almost time for students and teachers to head back to the classroom. And a survey by the National Retail Federation shows school supplies increased with inflation and are going to cost families nearly 12% more this year compared to last year. And the Ohio Valley is no exception to these increased costs. Reverend Daryl Cummings and members of the Bethlehem Apostolic Temple are asking for community help to stuff the bus with school supplies, clothes, and other back-to-school essential items. The goal is to help the less fortunate return to school with confidence and a smile. The event is slated for this Saturday, August 12th from 10 a.m. to noon and is being held in the church's parking lot located at 330 North Main Street in Wheeling. And listen to this, Avenue Eats is officially open at their new location at Waterfront Hall in Wheeling. The restaurant opened its doors for customers again after their previous building on Valley View Avenue was lost in a fire back in 2020. The new location provides waterfront views with taste from burgers, sandwiches, salads, and so much more to go along with the sights and sounds at Waterfront Hall. Avenue Eats hours going forward will be 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. on Wednesday and Thursday and 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. on Friday and Saturday. I don't know about you guys, but I'm excited to go get a burger. That was a look at your headlines. Have a terrific Thursday, everyone. I'm Tater Long, working for you. How much could a cyber attack cost your business? The costs stemming from a cyber attack can vary tremendously, but are extremely significant. Recent studies have shown that the average cost of a data breach to small business can range from $120,000 to $1.2 million. In addition to financial loss, companies also suffer downtime, lost opportunities, and data recovery expenses that can all quickly add up. Could your organization survive a cyber incident? If you are unsure if you are doing enough to protect your data, reputation, and dollars from cyber criminals, contact the team at Omni Strategic Technologies today. Omni has the right tools and support to help keep your business protected. Call 304-242-7600 and schedule your free consultation today or visit omniperforms.com. Omni Strategic Technologies, the only cybersecurity and advisory firm that the watchdog trusts. Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 want to thank the owners and contractors of the Ohio Valley for using their locally trained workers to help build for the future. Local 83 helps design, fabricate, and build the gas infrastructure for the oil and gas industry here in the Ohio Valley. Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 is 300 members strong and growing. They also do residential, commercial, and industrial work on both sides of the river. For more information, call Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 at 304-233-4445. Barstool Rough and Rowdy Brawl returns to Wheeling's West Bagel Arena August 18th. Featuring up to 20 fights, including several five-round fights. Bobby Lights Out Land, Michael Make It Happen Brown, Hot Wheels, Dwarf Champion Lightning, Jeremy Smith, The American Redneck, The Polish Hammer, Strawberry Cowboy, and more. It's Barstool's Rough and Rowdy Brawl August 18th at Wheeling's West Bagel Arena. Welcomed by Bush Light, the Wheeling, Ohio County CBB, and Jill's Gentlemen's Club. Fighters and ring girls, sign up and join our rnr.com buy tickets at westbankoarena.com the national sales event is on at your toyota dealer so stop in and check out toyota's wide range of all-wheel and four-wheel drive vehicles like a sporty camry or a stylish corolla both with great mpgs or test drive a new rav4 highlander or corolla cross each with plenty of cargo room and be ready for any summer adventure 
Visit buyatoyota.com, the official website for deals. Hurry, offers end September 5th. Toyota, let's go places. Trio and Stack Auction Service. We sell the earth and everything on it. From estates to business liquidation, antiques, coins, firearms, real estate, and more. We're also certified appraisers. Trio and Stack can handle it all. Call us now for a free outside consultation. 304-233-3168. Or visit FrioAndStack.com. Licensed in West Virginia, Ohio, and Pennsylvania. Trio and Stack Auction Service. We sell the earth and everything on it. Spend your summer mornings with us. News, information, conversation, controversy, and fun. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. My heart alone. Ever since I met you, baby, you have done me wrong. You walk by and you shake that thing and you know I'm not that strong. I wish you could have turned my head and left my heart alone. 7.40 on the Watchdog Morning Show, 20 till the hour here for our Thursday edition of The Big Gig. Bob, you, you've you worked with uh, the good folks at Frio and Stack, uh, Jimmy and, and, and Shane a good bit, both of whom are auctioneers. Jim, of course, the lead auctioneer, I guess you would say. It's a serious question. Do they go to school to learn how to do that? Well, I know Jimmy kind of was self-taught. Really? Uh, he's told me the story, you know, back when he was uh, working other jobs, he wanted to become an auctioneer, and, and he, he taught himself. I think you go through a process, like Jim explained to me, that Slim Lee Hart uh, was sponsored by Jim a long, long time ago uh, when he was going to become a, an auctioneer. So I, I think you go through a sponsorship. They kind of, like, show you around, uh, you show you the ropes, and uh, I don't know if there's an auction score or not, but uh, I know Jimmy could open one up. I, I'm not. I'm not being funny about this. Do they have like a test, like if to get your auctioneer's license, you have to stand up in front of them and go, "Hey, they stop you. Say, look, you stink. Stop it. Whatever you're doing, stop that. Do not do that." I used to think seriously. I I used to watch auctions, and I would think they're just making words up. Hey, and then eventually, I was especially with Jim. I would stop and like, no, I, I I hear what he's saying. I got a five. I got a five. I got a five. I need a ten. I got a need a. You want a ten? You want a ten? You got a ten? I got a ten. You know. Then I begin to follow what they were saying. And you know, technology. T- we all talk about how the the world is changing, and technology for the auction service is, is certainly one because a lot of it is done online. But the actual live auction. When you look around and you Exciting. feel the excitement, and Jimmy's calling those numbers, and and, and sold, sold, sold. I mean that it, it just it, it's like going to a ball game. You think you're at a sporting event. I got 150. Got 150. 150 going once. I got 150 going twice. 150. 150. 150. Sold. 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 <laughs> I just I was listening to that commercial. Like I got thinking, you know, somebody's got to teach you. Because I mean I I. I was emceeing an auction, a nonprofit auction, a number of years ago, and it wasn't Jim. There was another auctioneer who was supposed to be that didn't show up. So I said, "Well, I'll do it." God, what a disaster that was! I mean, what an absolute disaster that was. So I was just curious. I thought you might know. Seventeen to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. We need the weather. We need the weather. 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 Here's Adam Fike. Good morning, Adam. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Howard. It's funny that you do that because I've been going back through and watching a lot of my old weather shows when I first started here. Yeah. And I didn't realize, I couldn't hear it myself. 
But watching some of my old videos, I sound like an auctioneer auctioning off the weather. <laughs> so Once, twice. I've sold for 75 degrees and sunny on this Monday. But it, it, <laughs> I didn't realize how fast I spoke until now. I'm slower, and I go back and listen. I'm like, wow, I really sounded like an auctioneer. Yeah, well, maybe you could auction off the weather. Listen, I'd be just as happy <laughs> if, if you auctioned today's weather off and got, gave, gave it to somebody else and we had some other weather. Because what a stunk day it is outside right now. Well, the good news for you is you might just get that. I thought you said it was going to be a miserable day all day. Howard, let's be honest. Do you know I'm a weatherman? That means I just get paid to lie, right? <laughs> Make something up good, Adam. <laughs> I was complimenting you earlier about how you were right on target yesterday. You told us today it was going to be a really wet, uh, all-wet day, a miserable and, boy, it sure was. Now you're telling me things might get better as the day goes on? Things change. Mother Nature changes sometimes. This is what I always like to tell Brenda, is that Mother Nature loves to prove me wrong. <laughs> we're well, we're seeing, I would call it a cold front. We can call it a trough, whatever you want. But as it started moving across Indiana and Ohio, it really started to pick up speed because of what we would call our low-level jet. I'll, bore, I'll spare you the boring details. But the line of showers and storms itself actually started speeding up. So what was supposed to linger around a little bit longer is actually now almost already out of the area. So the sunshine we weren't going to see until tomorrow now can return by dinner time. Oh, okay. Just right. because it's sped up by 40 to 50 miles an hour. So, but when do we expect, I mean, it's, it's, I, at least I assume it still is raining pretty hard right now. When do we expect that to ease up? So we're already starting to ease up. Okay. Most of the moderate, the heavy rain is completely out of the valley by the time we get to 8 a.m. Most of us at this point are just seeing some light showers. Oh, okay. And even just some drizzle in spots. Anything, everything that I'm seeing right now west of I-77 is just clouds, and west of I-71 is sunshine. So we're slowly just going to get rid of even the light showers and drizzle by the time we get to 11 to come this evening, we'll be back to sunshine. Uh, so we will see late afternoon, early evening, we'll actually see some sunshine today? Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly right. And we'll see that sunshine in parts tomorrow. We'll okay. still see that layer of spirits, but I still expect to see more in the way of sunshine than clouds for our day tomorrow. Are we still looking at the one day on, one day off kind of uh, weather that we talked about yesterday? One good day, one bad day, one good day, one day, bad day? Today was supposed to be the bad day, so what's tomorrow going to be? Tomorrow's going to be a good day. You can call it mix of clouds and sunshine, so whether you want to call that mostly sunny or partly cloudy, I'll let you decide. We're going to see periods of clouds. We're going to see periods of sunshine. Showers return mainly afternoon, evening, Saturday. A few pockets of sunshine possible Saturday. Sunday, once again, back to sunshine. New clouds. Monday, once again, back to showers and storms. Then we break that pattern Tuesday into Wednesday where we'll like to see sunshine two days in a row. Okay. So up until at least Tuesday, it's an on again, off again, one day good, one day bad. Uh, today, the, uh, the, the rain will eventually let up, and we might actually see some sun by late afternoon, and that's the forecast for the day. Uh, not as warm as it has been, what, mid-70s today, mid-upper 70s today? Most of us will get in the upper 70s, but I wouldn't be surprised by a couple of spots like towards Cambridge, maybe New Philadelphia, that try to get into 80 to okay. see more sunshine. For most of us, likely between that 77 and 82 degrees. All right. 65 pretty much everywhere. 65 at the airport, 65 in the Highlands, 65 in my backyard, and 65 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. 747, 13 to the hour. Adam Fike with us, Storm Tracker 7, morning meteorologist. Adam, 
What the heck is going on in Hawaii? That is bad. It's just bad luck of conditions. I mean, people think of Hawaii, they think of like tropical conditions. It's like not all of Hawaii is tropical paradise. Like Maui itself, only your coastal areas have that tropical paradise. Much of Maui itself is actually like plain or desert. So you have pretty dry conditions all year. Now throw in a hurricane that I forget how many miles to the south it passed through. Bring them 60, 70-mile-an-hour wind gusts with low humidity. Of course, there's going to be chances for fires, unfortunately. They are pretty big fires, it looks like. I mean, at least six people are dead. Uh, I saw some video. People, I saw video of people literally themselves on fire running into the waters trying to, you know, to get the flames to stop. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a major disaster there. Yeah, unfortunately, it's like, well, it's worse than what we're seeing in Canada, but it's a similar thing where there's multiple spots where the fires start, but they start just sort of combining because they get so big. Uh, any, uh, I, I've been trying to keep somewhat of an eye on it. Any sense of the fires diminishing or how long will they continue? Is it going to be like a C- Canadian wildfires that have been going on for months or is this going to be a limited event or do we just not know yet? As long as winds keep moving from, it's still a bit on the breezy to windy side. So there's still likely some fuel to it with really no rain in the forecast for them. Unfortunately, that likely will continue. Yeah. But it, since it's, the winds aren't as strong, it should, what I think I saw was it should diminish a little bit, but it's still going to remain pretty strong. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's just the difference between, like, strong and destructive. It's not as destructive, but it's still going to be pretty strong and bad. We, of course, talked a lot about the, the smoke that came down here from the Canadian wildfires a couple of times. Uh, I think earlier this year, or maybe it was last year, we got a lot of smoke from the western wildfires. Now, Hawaii is a whole lot further away, but does that smoke come over this way at some point, or is that too far away? It's too far away, plus the way that the winds blow, we're not going to pick it. We won't pick it up. I guess, I guess that's wind, better. Yeah, okay. Winds right where, like over Hawaii, they typically blow from east to west. Gotcha. So that air is moving more so into the western Pacific. Not quite south, more so like south of Japan towards the Philippines and Taiwan. So it's not really is so much the distance, although that has to be part of it. It's that the the winds are blowing the other way, essentially. So the the, the smoke is not even blowing this way; it's blowing the other way. That makes sense. I, I hadn't thought about that. That makes sense. So, okay. Well, I I have huge sympathy for the folks there on Maui. I hope things get uh, uh, get under control. Um, but man, you know, looking at some of the video, it's just been it's been bad news bears. All right, Adam, appreciate your time this morning. Uh, You say the wetness is beginning to diminish and will hopefully be gone in the next few hours, or at least will be greatly diminished in the next few hours, and maybe some sun later in the day, mid uh, to upper 70s for most of us around here in the upper Ohio Valley. I appreciate it very much. Thanks a lot. We'll talk again tomorrow. Talk to you then. Thank you. Adam Adam Fike from the Big 7, WTRF-TV, Storm Tracker 7, 7.51, till the hour. Have you watched some of that video of those fires on, on, on Hawaii? I did. Just really depressing. Just just tough. I mean, trapped. Poor yeah. folks were trapped. I mean, Yeah, and you're on an island to begin with. Where do you go? But, I mean, Hawaii, Hawaii is on fire, or at least Maui is on fire. Uh, and, again, I saw a couple of people who were – they had caught – the flames had caught them. They go running into the ocean just trying to – you know, I say it all the time. 
Something's happening out there. <laughs> I'm uh, feeling you. All right, you know, something is going on out there. Hawaii is on fire. Canada has been on fire for six months, sending smoke our way. Uh, raging waters and floods and tornadoes. Something is going on. And you survive the smoke. You're sitting there going, Phew, and then you're going, what's that? Over that? That's lava. The it's, volcanoes it's erupting, for God's sakes. Yeah, what a mess. What a mess. Uh, nine before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. I want to, uh, in a minute or two, offer a, uh, a story of unintended consequences in outer space. Also, Slider on Sports is coming up here on the Watchdog Morning Show. suit looking for a good book searching for a unique gift the ohio valley's premier shopping choice is the highlands find jewelry hot new tech arts and crafts over two dozen stores to visit from walmart and target to cabela's menards kohl's and old navy plan a day out of shopping dining and entertainment at the highlands at the top of the hill off i-70 see it all online at hitthehighlands.com why just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Sports Map Radio is on all night long. Tune in to get up to the minute sports coverage on FM 98.1, AM 1600. We, we are the Watchdog. Information, interviews, debates, and discussion, plus an occasional rant with Bob Slider behind the board. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. All the girls I've loved before. Who traveled in and out my door I'm glad they came along I dedicate this song To all the girls I've loved before Is this the duet or just Willie? It's a duet. Well, the girls say Where's Julio? Julio. Julio ruins it. You have to let Willie sing. This is a good song, though. A little bit, little bit nostalgic, right? But it's a, it's a, it's a pretty good song, and they're both good. I mean, the, the duet works fine. Although I must say, Willie is, Willie is the master. Is he still doing concerts? Is, or did he pull himself off the? You know, I, I've heard both. I've heard a couple. He had to, uh, you know, he's what over ninety. His sister just passed away. Bobby, uh, she was in her nineties. Uh, it's, it's it, the end is near, Howard. Unfortunate. Well, but what a, what a. What a great guy. I mean, what a great performer, uh, a, a great guy. I just, I really, Willie Nelson. 
to all the girls I loved before. I have two deep regrets. I, I regret not going up north to the uh, the racetrack and meeting the boys from the Sopranos. I think it cost $100. You could have had a picture taken with them yeah. and hung out. Yeah. I kicked myself yeah. in the butt for that, and I really kicked myself in the butt for not reaching out to my buddy Frank O'Brien and said, Frank, you got to get me on Willie's bus. You got you got to introduce me to Willie Nelson. Seven fifty five, five before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Mister Slider did not get on the bus, but he did get a lot of sports information. He's got it right now on what we call Slider on Sports. Not a lot, Howard. I got a little bit here. The Atlanta, <laughs> the Atlanta Braves and the Pittsburgh Pirates went back and forth last night at PNC Park. The Braves ended up sneaking past the Pirates 6-5. to five. Max Freed started for the Braves, gave up four runs on six hits, lasted only four innings. Pirates starter rookie Quinn Priester also lasted only four innings. He allowed four runs on nine hits. Now, Howard, I told you to remember his name, Key Brian Hayes. Key Brian Hayes. Well, he's red hot right now. I, I, I think I the sparked him. red hot him. Key Brian Hayes. That's exactly right. I think I sparked him. He continued to be a brave killer, homering in his second uh, straight game against Atlanta. Hayes has been on a tear, two for three Tuesday with a homer and three RBI. Last night, three for four, another homer, and knocked in three more runs. So way to go. Hey, I call it the way it is. Way to go, Key Brian Hayes. I Key hope, Brian Hayes. I hope you keep it up. Same two teams this afternoon, weather permitting. Adam says it looks a little bit better than we thought. Bryce Elder gets to the start for Atlanta. He's 8-3. and three. And Howard, <laughs> some guy they must have just picked up. By the name of Bailey Falter. And Falter he has. He is 0-7. Eesh, eesh. <laughs> and his ERA is just a little under 5. So remember this name also. Bailey Falter, 0-7. He's on the hill for the Bucks. First pitch, 12:35. You might want to take an umbrella with you. Major League Baseball had another no-hitter last night. Michael Lorenzine uh, no-hit the Washington Nationals before 30,000 fans. And you know who was there, Howard? What not? His daddy. And his daddy oh, was that's, sitting that's, there. With, that's great. It just, you know, just his whole family, just, just, just really, really great stuff. Uh, 30,000 people saw it at Citizens uh, Bank Field in Philadelphia. They blanked the Washington uh, Nationals 7-0. Lorenzen, uh, who just joined the Phillies after a trade with Detroit this week, threw 111 pitches. That's a career high for him. He didn't. Now, Howard, this is the beauty of baseball. A lot of people are going, what are you talking about, Bob? He did not shake off his pitcher one time. Whatever his pitcher called, he, he threw. And, that, and that's the beauty of baseball. And uh, so that's the fourth no-no uh, this season. I was going to ask you how many we've had. I know it's been four. Uh, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. It is. It is. And if you want to listen to top-notch sports talk, uh, don't forget to tune in this afternoon to the Pine Room Boys from 12 to 3. It'll be Coach Matt, Jared, and Jub. He puts it all together. The Pine Room Podcast. I call them the Pine Room Boys right here on the Watchdog Network today from 12 to 3. Slatter on Sports Time, 7.58. Can't encourage you enough with the Pine Room, boys. I tell you what, that is a tremendous show. I just, uh, Then again, I said this yesterday. I, I'm beginning to realize how, well, how many people there are nipping at my heels. You know, once upon a time, I thought, like, I'm okay. Don't look behind you, Nobody's Howard. Nobody's competing with me. My God, these Pine Room boys, are they're just so, they're entertaining. Uh, they're smart. They're sharp. They are planned. They're organized. Which not all talk show hosts are. <laughs> You're kidding. Uh, and and they're just they are so tune into the Pine Room Boys whenever they're here. You want to tune in to them, and you'll have more Pine Room guys coming 
in the near future as well. And then I mentioned earlier Seth Stasky this week. I listened to the whole show. What a great show that was. I'm telling you, you guys, it's things are things are clicking here at the Watchdog. And high school sports is coming up. Man, clickety click, 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 click. The Watchdog Radio Network is moving on all cil- firing on all cylinders. Yes, we are. We in the morning got to step up our game, Bob. Or else Pick it up, Howard. We're in trouble. Just about eight o'clock here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Tom Scatteri, our national correspondent, next hour. Also, Mike Pushkin and I will talk about the legislative session and Mayor Elliott coming up a bit later on as well. AM 1370 WVLY Moundsville. News. I'm Derek Dennis.